Welcome back, everybody, to Mining Stock Daily Thursday afternoon with some more corporate updates and actually an introduction. Uh, back at the Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit, the uh, I, I would say, fair to say, the hottest equity in junior mining was a company that wasn't even there at the Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit. Uh, Go Metals released visual results uh, from the HSP Nickel Copper PGE project in Quebec, Canada. Uh, their stock market cap raced, I think, 450, 500% on this news. Uh, so to join me back here on the podcast is Scott Sheldon, CEO of Go Metals. They trade on the CSE with GOCO and on the OTC with GOCOF. Scott, welcome back to the podcast. I'm sure it has been a very eventful couple of weeks for you. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks, thanks for having me back, too. I appreciate it. Uh, first off, you know, I'd like to get a little bit of a holistic, uh, you know, open-ended question for you. Um, you know, I've known you for a couple of years. This, I, I don't know if, if you, when it comes to exploration and market response, you and your career have seen such a move in just one or two days. Is that fair to say? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's been exciting. Uh, we've been flying under the radar for, for a while. Uh, so we we actually weren't sure what kind of reaction we would get, but we were we were definitely pleasantly surprised. That was pretty exciting. So and humbling too. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Talk to me about what we're seeing here. What you drilled, what you reported, that really led up to this ma- massive move. Well, that, yeah, that's a good question. It, it was uh, we we were out there uh, myself and Harley, who's Harley Slade, who's our VPX. Uh, we were out there at the start of the program, so we saw some of the first first pieces being pulled out of Chamber South. Um, so that that was pretty exciting, being there, uh, seeing some of this, uh, some of these massive and semi-massive sulfides being pulled out. Uh, so at that point, we were we were pretty excited, um, and so obviously, uh, pictures. I guess you could say it tells a thousand words, but uh, assays tell tell even more. So that's that's going to be very important for us, but. This this is kind of a way for us to share share the excitement that, that we were feeling. I uh, I guess why why uh, sh- tell us what we know. I guess here from the core, what's the length of these intervals? How many holes uh, are drilled? You know what are we seeing prior to these assay results? Sure, I'll kind of give you the the high level. Sure, uh, I'm not a geo, so I'll I'll go from that. Uh, so essentially, we had uh, we actually had six targets. That we wanted to test on this uh, first first pass program. It was the maiden drilling um, on this property, so so we weren't quite sure what to expect. Uh, even though last year uh, our first visit to the property, we'd we'd found massive and semi massive uh, sulfides pretty close to surface. Um, we'd been using a beat mat to uh, to kind of go in where we where we had these uh, air tem anomalies, and uh, and we were able to find um, mineralization that our sulfides at surface. So that was, that was pretty exciting. Uh, so it, we felt it de-risked the drill program quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, so we kind of, we had six on the top of our list that we went, went back to test. Uh, we only ended up testing five, uh, obviously our top five. Um, and, and we were able to hit, uh, on, on each one. Um, each target had its own, uh, benefits, um, uh, and each reason for for us liking uh, the individual targets, um, like for example, uh, Chamber North is it's the biggest um, by far. Uh, 
Mm. It's about 700 by 400 meters um, as a as an air, uh, a geophysical anomaly. Uh, so that one's obviously exciting, and that ended up having the longest uh, intercept. Um, albeit it was uh, mostly, I think it was all disseminated, um, but we we had some pretty long intercepts there. Um, uh, if you look at Red Mountain, uh, that was the one that had the highest um, the highest assay grades from last year. So we were obviously excited about that one. Um, we had a few hits there. Uh, we actually ended up drilling underneath uh, the surface um, the the surface structure, unfortunately. So we were we were basically drilling it from the wrong side, mm-hmm. um, but we were still able to to kind of wing wing it a bit, which was which was pretty lucky. Um, Turns out that we were um, in the same for the uh, PGE um, anomalies as well. We were, we were drilling those from the, from the wrong side, unfortunately. Um, but we also got some pretty good intercepts there, um, which could possibly speak to the to the size of the of the, um, of the structures that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so PGE obviously has the um, the PGE elements that we saw in assays from from last year from surface. So that's that adds the excitement for for those targets as well. Um, with with yeah. the with these with these five targets that you drilled, can you tell me about the drill orientation uh, and how you approach those targets? Sure. So we we were basically drilling them mainly off of uh, geophysical mm-hmm. uh, data um, because we didn't know a lot about them, and it was hard to. It was pretty hard to figure out what the dip was um, just from the from the surface trenching that we did. Um, so it was basically just put two holes into each target um, and then see what we can learn from that and then come back. And uh, if we got some good results, then we could come back and do something more significant, possibly targeting our, our favorite targets. But so we were we were pretty pleasantly surprised to, to hit on all of them. Um, to varying degrees, obviously, but um, but it's it's pretty encouraging. So, what do we know with what you see in the core and the mineralization? Do you know more about the structure of these now that you didn't know before? Yes, yeah, definitely. That's that's how we figured out that we were drilling. I guess we had eleven holes, really only ten holes, because one was uh, pulled pulled pretty quickly to uh, facilitate a move. But uh, so basically, two holes per target. Um, and Chambers South was the first target, and that was the only one drilling in the right direction. Um, so, so we we basically got pretty lucky uh, being able to hit these, but um, but we did learn that uh, the true or what we believe is the true orientation of the of the dip um, being roughly north northwest. Um, so that definitely facilitates the next program um, going back and and knowing how to target these a, a lot better. Okay. Uh, you've paused drilling in preparation for these assays to get back to you. Um, but I'm sure the work isn't stopping. So what, what, uh, what are you and Harley doing, you know, uh, while we wait to get those, that, that actual data back from these, from these core holes, you know, is there, you know, is it planning new, uh, drilling, uh, new drilling setups, uh, new targets? What are you doing? Yeah, so we've we obviously started with figuring out the, the dip and the orientation and all that. Um, we have been looking at ways to get back. Um, it, the program ended up being a little more expensive than anticipated. Uh, originally, we had planned to use a hydro camp that was that was nearby. Uh, we're pretty close to the Romaine uh, hydro facility. I guess they've they've just put in Romaine four, which is the fourth of the of the group. 
Um, so we'd planned to use their facilities there and that didn't happen last minute. Um, so it ended up being a little more expensive than anticipated. Um, but in, in terms of, so I guess at this point we are looking into going back um, for a possible winter program. Um, we're, we're gonna be in Quebec next week. Um, we're gonna be visiting the Explorer show, um, which is Quebec's big, uh, big show that they put on. Um, but we'll also have a chance to talk with our um, with our contractor, iOS. Uh, they'll be there, so we're going to get a, a better idea of, of what we could do in the winter and what would what would make sense. Um, so yeah, that, that's a big part of what we're doing. Obviously, we've been fielding a lot of calls the past the past <laughs> couple of weeks. It's been it's been pretty busy, which is yeah, it's amazing. It's it's great seeing a lot of interest. Um, yeah. So it's. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I think this is a great example of why, you, you know, even the down out of luck explorers, you can never count them out because once in a while <laughs> they'll, they'll do something incredible such as this. I mean, you were down, I think you're like 12 or 15 cents and now currently trading at like 87 cents at the market close today. I mean, it was a little bit higher than that, but with this big move, Scott, I mean, you got to start thinking about financing here. Um, you know, I'm sure you're fielding calls or interested in, in cashing up the kitty here to continue that exploration work. The market's not great, obviously, but this is one of those, um, you know, those things bucking the trend here. So could you comment on the likelihood of going to the market and, and financing for this coming, you know, for the next year or two? Sure. Um, so, yeah, obviously that's the nature of the business. Uh, we're, we're not discussing terms at this point. Um, we've We've talked to different groups, uh, different interested parties, but at this point, because we have been under the radar for so long, this is more just getting people up to speed on what we're doing. Um, so that's that's an important step. Um, th there are other paths to its financing isn't the only path. Uh, we have quite a few warrants that, that could come back, um, which could be another way to, to get uh, fueled up. Um, so yeah, we're, at this point, we're not committing to anything. Um, but uh, we do have some options going forward. Uh, what's the timeline for assay results that you know of? That's that's a good question too. <laughs> that's been a popular one. <laughs> All right. um, so we we basically sent them back to iOS to, for them to prep them, uh, and they were in line there. I, I believe they're being prepped and crushed now um, to be sent to the lab. Uh, the fact that they do a pretty in-depth preparation themselves should hopefully speed it up um, for, for lab work. And we're also looking to rush um, a couple of the first holes as well. So um, yeah, no, no definite answer there, unfortunately, but, yeah. but we, we're obviously motivated to get those, those done. Uh, you know what, I guess I, I do want to ask you about kind of the thought process about putting out the visuals of this core uh, which really caused this huge run. And I know you're not the only one that's done this in the last couple of months. And I realize assay labs are very backed up right now. And you're trying to, you know, keep that, uh, keep keep this in front of not only your current investors, but potential new investors' minds. Um, you know, so talk about the dis the discussion you and the team and the board had about putting this news out just as visuals and with no official assay data. And, you know, what, what was the uh, thought process in doing that? Well, a big part was sharing the excitement that we were having. Um, in terms of assays, obviously, that's the gold standard. So we're, we're definitely waiting for that. 
Um, we're pretty confident, though, based on the, the trenching that we did last year, uh, that we should should have some some decent uh, intercepts. But um, but yeah, as you say, there's we'll obviously have to wait for the the lab to confirm that. Um, but in terms of visuals, it's yeah, it's, it's a good way to share share the story. Um, uh, any any pushback on it, or rather than no. just tough questions from me? No, <laughs> you're actually the first person to mention it, but um, but that, that's a valid question for sure. Yeah, um, you know, so I, I guess th- this is a great story. It's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, in, in the times of just extreme volatility in markets, it's nice to see a few good people have a win. So congratulations on that to you Thank and the you. team. Um, you know, we're going to be looking, we're going to be watching this very closely. Uh, please reach out and let me know when those assays are in. We'll be sure to have you on to discuss those results. Um, you know, but in the meantime, I'll give you the last word here, Scott. What do you want listeners to know about Go Metals moving forward? Yeah, no, we're really excited. We've, we've obviously just expanded our position in, in the area. Uh, we love working in Quebec. Uh, we've had a great experience there uh, working with uh, the province and and our contractors there so um yeah we're, we're having a lot of fun so we're we're hoping everyone else can join us in that all right that's scott sheldon from go metals everybody again trading on the cse with the symbol g-o-c-o and on the otc with g-o-c-o-f uh just a remarkable story here in the last couple of weeks that's a wrap for us here today on mining stock daily we'll be back tomorrow morning with the long form episode so stay tuned everybody have a great evening and be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.